You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Hello and welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mashal's Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Bobby Schistler, also known as Blazin' Bob. Hey, hey, Ja, what's going on? Hey, what is going on? This is episode number 95. That's my phone in the background because I'm an unprofessional podcaster, guys, by the way. Sorry about that. But this is episode number 95. We're recording on February 13th for release on February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. And if you don't have a Valentine, it's okay. Ja loves you. It's okay. A um, couple things to talk about. Uh, Bob went on a little trip, so we're going we're gonna to talk about that. Obviously, Year of the Dog started in Overwatch, and uh, there's uh, new CTF stuff to talk about. I mean, we kind of talked about it last week, but we're going to get a lot more clarity in it this week. So uh, you're, we're, we're, those are the things that we're going to be focusing on today. Uh, but before we get started, I would like to welcome anyone who was listening for the very first time. Thank you very much for checking out Watchpoint Radio. We do talk about Overwatch news and competitive and esports, but the main focus of the show is the community and the state of the game. If you enjoy the show, you can follow us on Twitter at Watchpoint Radio, and please join us on Discord, which is discord.me slash mash those buttons. We'd love to have you there to be part of the conversation. And as always, i also like to welcome any returning listeners. Thank you very much, you guys. While we do this every week, we really appreciate the support. Uh, no new subscribers this week and no new patrons this week, um, and, but we do have some community feedback. So... We got a new review from the person who left the review last week, but something happened to it where they had they wanted us to kind of talk about uh, some uh, abstract stuff for Overwatch. And he says, I don't know what happened to my review, but here's another one. My Deviant Art is Azure Fire, and it has a hero idea named Vampira, who is a friend on Owen. Let's just say a friend of Sombra's back when they were in Los Muertos. Also, I have ideas about the two little boys from the animated short. So, yeah, I haven't had a chance to check out the um, DeviantArt yet, but I, I definitely will as soon as I get a chance. But you might want to check it out. We'll put his DeviantArt in the in the show notes for this episode so you guys can check it out. Because one of the things he wanted us to talk about was hero concepts. So. You know, maybe we'll go check that out, and possibly next week we can we can give our thoughts on it. So that'd be awesome. Uh, the next review we have uh, is titled "Awesome Podcast." This is actually for Prepare to Attack. Uh, it says such dense, useful info on each hero. Looking forward to more episodes sometime. So that is more episode definitely on the way. I got pre-show scheduled for Thursday night. All right, yeah, more episode on the way. Uh, I will let you guys know that this week you're gonna everybody's getting the episode that they have been looking for the entire 
prepared to attack their entire time prepared to attack living out bastion episode will be this week guys so just be ready to listen out for that it's it's gonna be here and i know that uh you'll be you'll be pleased with the bastion episode i didn't say i hated bastion one time during the recording wow <laughs> Not one wow I'm, I'm proud of you because I was a little bit worried about that. I'm going to be honest. Like I, like I, I had to cancel because I spilled beer on my computer and broke it last weekend. So I had to cancel the recording. So I'd asked Jaw to record it this weekend because I was going to be out of town. So I was afraid Jaw was going to scare him off with all his bastion hate. But it sounds like he did a good job. I'm excited to hear it. I told him beforehand, I was like, dude, I'm going to have to really kind of like suppress my hate for Bastion because he's like, he's my least favorite character in the entire game, you know? So I was like, you know, I'm going to have to suppress that and make sure I don't let it through. And I didn't. So, I, you know, I'm proud of myself. Uh, finally, not a review, but it's actually a message I got on Xbox. And I'm sorry. This is for days from Day Space Dream. I'm very sorry for not getting to this sooner. He actually sent me this message on January 13th. And I like I I've actually turned my Xbox on since then. It didn't say I had a new message. The app didn't say I had a new message. And I looked on the app on like Saturday or something like that. Or I, I actually have it on my start menu. And it's like you have four new messages. I'm like four new messages. And it was all from people from before. But uh, sorry for not getting back to soon. But he says, "Hey, John, long time no talk. The podcast has been great lately. Have really been enjoying the PTA series. Well, thank you very much, and we're glad you're enjoying it. Hopefully, you're finding it." You know, very useful. It's helping you, you know, gain some SR. It says, I have some info on an Xbox Overwatch League that is being organized. It's being ran through Xbox Competitors Club. One of the admins has asked me to be a captain. Where can I send you screenshots of our conversations so you can have more info? So I did reply to him. I'm waiting for him to reply back and send me the info. But we will talk about this new league when I have the info. So anybody who's playing on Xbox, if you're looking to, you know, get a little bit more serious in the competitive scene, this is how you can do it. And I will say, looking at my Xbox thing right now, and I have a two, I have two messages. I'm probably not going to click on it for a while. So if you want to ever send me anything, don't do it on Xbox. Hit me up on Twitter. Okay. Cause I'm just, <laughs> I'm just not going to look at them much. Cause normally uh, I just have enough with Discord and Twitter and email. Gotcha. Yeah, I try to, uh, you know, I try to, you know, at least look at my messages that come in from the clubs and stuff like that. I still have been trying to play more frequently on the consoles. Actually, my placements for PS4 aren't even finished. I'm like eight out of ten. So it's it's tough, man. <laughs> tough I don't plan life. On, I don't plan on ever playing the console again for Overwatch. Like I play a lot of games on it, but just not Overwatch. Not gonna happen. I've gotten too far and too many, you know, a thousand hours on PC. It's just, it feels too horrible to play on console. I'm horrid. Well, you're horrid I'm, because you don't play it. Like that. No, I'm even worse than I am on Widow. Like, I could play any character and I'm going to be worse than I am on Widow on PC. And I'm bad at Widow. Yeah, I mean that's because, like I said, it's because you don't really you don't really play it. I mean, even when I go oh yeah, back to no, play no, it, it's definitely a me problem. Yeah, it's yeah, it's no, it's definitely a me problem. That's what I'm saying. Like I just I put in so many hours. It was it was one of the most uncomfortable and unrelaxing experiences I've ever had when I played the console on that free weekend, not the last one, but the one before. 
It was horrible, man. We should play this weekend and mm, fucking stream it. <laughs> no, no. Not doing it, man. Oh, I got fun man. game nights to go to. Bob is he he he's scarred now. I will say something about the the, the console communities that still play Overwatch and play Overwatch on a regular basis. They really love this game. They have to because of how they've been ignored by Blizzard for a lot of uh, you know uh, the time. Actually, I, I got a message on Discord. Oh man, um, from uh, oh, where is he? Eternal Lotus. I did not get a respond a, a chance to respond back, so I'm very sorry about that, uh, Lotus. But he says, you know, Jeff went on a tear and responded to like ten threads, uh, like in the last week or so, and not one of them was like in regards to any of the console stuff that people have been bringing up. So keep pushing, guys. Keep pushing. You know, you'll get noticed one day. But yeah, shout out to the console community because they really do love Overwatch to keep playing it like this. Uh, it's it's got to be getting better for them because people have got to be quitting. You know. It's the ones that really care that have got to be staying by this point, but I, I don't yeah. know. I will say that the thing, like the, I, whenever I do play, the queue times aren't that long, so like there still has to be a healthy pool of players playing. Still, so you know that that's good. All right, so Bob, you uh, went on a, on a little trip. Why don't you tell us how how your uh, week has been? My weekend, it's it's a little it's a little sur- surreal. I mean, honestly, uh, yeah. So I went to uh, I went to the Overwatch League Stage One Finals. I had media access uh, on behalf of Watch Watchpoint Radio and the Overwatch League Recap. I did interviews. I went to press to press conferences. Um, I've been media at other events before, but never an Overwatch event. So that was interesting, and never like a like a live match type of thing. Normally, like m- like media at cons and stuff like and stuff like that. So that was really interesting. You don't spend a lot of the time watching the matches. You spend a lot of the time with doing interviews while matches are going on. After a match ends, you get the press conferences from the losers first, then the winners. Uh, it is just a real interesting ex, uh, experience, and it's like seeing the different mentalities of when a team wins as opposed to when a team loses and just how much they don't want to talk about it or do want to talk about it. And it, it was an it, interesting time. Got to hang out with a lot of different people people and made a lot of friends and yeah it was wild i'm still kind of processing it all nice so you you had a good time yeah you had a good time and i've had a good time in overwatch competitive for you know since the last time we talked i've pretty much won every game i've played I've only played five or six or six stacks, and I've pretty much won every game except for the last, the two that I played today. I had a little bit of a bad luck stroke, but it's okay. I've on the diff on the diff the different accounts. I've I was like fifteen and zero before I before I lost two. So you got to lose at some point. But Overwatch has been pretty good lately. What about nice. you? 
Uh, well, me personally, like I'm still, <laughs> I still haven't been playing my actual main account, right? Uh, because you know, there's just certain times you don't want to play Overwatch on your main account, and that being like you know close to the end of the season. You don't necessarily want to play your main account on the weekends because that's not necessarily the best time to go. The best time, the, the, the I climb the most on my main account during the week, except Mondays. <laughs> like, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is like the best time it seems to actually play my main account. Um, the weekends can be a bit of a crapshoot, but it's whatever. But it hasn't just been, you know, the timing and everything. I, I've been playing a lot on my lower characters. Um, you know, some to help people climb and others to um, to just learn, like, new characters, right? Not necessarily learn new characters, but get better at characters. So, you know, if I'm playing by myself, since Church Jaw was in the gutter anyway, well, I say it was in the gutter, but it was like 2,300. So it was, it was a lot lower than I wanted it to be. I kind of gave up on the account. I was like, okay, fine. I'll just, you know, I'll play support only. And it wasn't Zenyatta. It wasn't Moira. Like, I would play, like, you know, Lucio and Anna. And, you know, see how it goes and try to, you know, get more or get better with those characters. Like, I understand how the characters are played and how they're supposed to be played, but you still have to kind of get into the groove of playing those characters. So I've been doing that a lot. I've actually been playing. You were throwing. Huh? If you were playing Anna, you were throwing. Oh, no, no, no. No, If they had like more than two characters or like two characters or more that had shields. It is throwing, but if they were running dive, then you know, right? There's no shields, right? So I, uh, I actually played a lot of Sombra over the last week, and it was funny because like we're winning games, we're winning games. I'm getting like good damage. I'm getting like silver damage. No, I don't even want to hear this. Hacks. I don't even want to hear this. Like you should not you be know, supporting the Sombra play. Pushing, don't do this, forward. John. Don't do this. I'm getting plays of the game. With Sombra, and people are still bitching at me. Anytime, like the payload would stop moving, we don't need the Sombra. The Sombra needs to switch, and I didn't. Even, so when I play by myself now, all thoughts and opinions. On I this don't. Are uh, Jaws when I play by myself, I don't have my. I don't use my microphone. Like if I have to say something, I'll just <sighs> type. But I don't even use my microphone when I play by myself on that account specifically. I tried to stop you from saying that. You just uh, you just caused seventeen different games to suck for other people because 17 people are going to pick Sombra because you just said that. Well, yeah, you know, if you can play Sombra, that's fine. But that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I'm using Sombra correctly. I'm not going head-to-head with a Reinhardt or anything like that. I'm waiting for the team to engage, and I'm coming out, and I'm hacking this person. I'm hacking that person. I'm using my uh, my um, ultimate responsibly, right? And it's helping the team move forward. But it was just funny to me that anytime we ran into a problem, the Sombra's not doing anything. I don't see the Sombra. What's going on? The Sombra needs to switch. Like, I've had, like, we had a Widowmaker on our team and they were still calling for me to switch, even though, you know, yeah, every, this, you know, that's just the way the it same, is. It's the same Hanzo argument and Widow argument. Like, even if you're in the kill feed a ton with Hanzo and, and Widow, at that ELO, they don't look at the kill feed. So they don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and it's just, it was just funny because it's not, we weren't even losing. Like, it's not like we were losing, you know, <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, I didn't, don't get me wrong. I didn't win every single game, but that's expected. I won more games than I lost with Sombra. 
And I am looking forward to these somber changes if they make it if they make it through, which we might get to that a little later. Depends how much time we have. But um, the main takeaway from this weekend for me, though, was that we I was able to successfully help my friend get from silver, the one that placed in gold and dropped down like three hundred SR total. We got him right. We got him into gold this weekend. Got him back into gold. Made it up there. He's actually sitting at like twenty one thirty something now. Nice, and so you helped we, someone else out too. Yes, another Shout friend out of the to show. Hippo. Shout out to Hippo, who uh, he made it back to the Platinum Promised Land this season. Like I, th- I think he made Platinum last season for the first time. I think, or maybe it was the season before that. But when he placed this season, he placed in gold. So basically, it's it's, it's the thing we complain about all the time. The game is kind of trying to pull him down. You know, just another example of the man keeping the brother down. But like you know, the, the, the I, hidden MMR is giving him down. I could and, be wrong, but I don't think he's hit plat prior to this. No, I talked to him about it. He said he hit it at least one other time. Hmm. And his goal for this season, like he, I think he was a little distraught that he didn't get placed in platinum again. So he placed in gold. And so if you're in Discord, you probably saw him post a chart that was going up and down. Those are his games that he's played. He's played over 300 games. We hit, we hit his 300th game the night that he made it back into platinum. So probably like somewhere between 300 and 310 games, we got him into platinum. He was happy, man. Like when he, when, when we, when that victory screen came up, I think he slapped his table or something like that. Like I heard a noise. He was like, yes. I'm like, I think he like slapped his table, which was kind of funny, but like, yeah, he was, he was happy. And that made me happy. Cause I think I talked about it last week, but, at that, like when I play Church of John now, or when I play with my low account, I don't even look at my SR. I cannot tell you what the SR of Church of John yeah, is yeah, right I now. I don't look at him either. I don't even look at the SR. I was looking at his SR the whole time. And when I was trying to get my other friend in the gold, I was looking at his SR the whole time. And when we would lose, I'd be mad looking at his SR. <laughs> you know, it's like, God damn it. You know? So, yeah, like it, it was a good weekend, uh, I think. At least for me, I was able to help two people rank up. So I'm, I'm happy with that, you know. Dude, now that you say that, I'm looking pretty good on my main for, I've I'm, I've uh, played my main a ton, mm-hmm. and like the last two seasons, I was like, I'm like I was like 300 games like total, but on my main like 60 games. But it looks like I'm 60, 51, and one for this for this season on on my main. So I've so I've played. You know, 112 games on my main, which I haven't done in a couple seasons. Hey, what? Yes, actually, I was. So in the chat right now is Mr. DVN, and I was just about to talk about you. Uh, so we, me, it was me, Hippo, and Bond playing, and um, you know, I think we're playing on a new Bonnie or something like that. And uh, we're at this point, we're attacking, and I hear somebody say, Ja? Like, I hear somebody say, Ja. I'm like, Yeah. And it's Mr. Deviant who's in Twitch chat right now saying, Oh, hey, I listened to your show. I'm like, Oh, awesome. Thanks a lot. I didn't realize that I didn't talk all game. I, did, I didn't realize I, talk all, I didn't talk all game. I guess maybe, maybe I didn't really have a, a reason to because we were doing pretty well. Like, we did pretty well that game, but it was awesome meeting you i was actually just getting ready to bring you up and say oh yeah i met i met some i met a miss listener of the show while i was playing uh, yeah same how i how, how how i met zimmy too yeah 
Yeah, it was new Bonnie. Like, but here he is in the chat. So thanks a lot for for listening to the show, and uh, and actually thanks for thanks a lot for coming to the stream. It was pretty awesome. It's always nice uh, running into listeners, you know, while you're playing. I, I think it happens to Bob more than it happens to me, but Bob plays way more Overwatch than I do. Well, and I have two accounts that are named Blaze and Bob, that whereas you only have one account named Ja. The rest of yours are named different things, and my other one's Fun Bobby. So. That's fairly obvious too, and then the other one's Watchpoint. So yeah, but I've been recognized on Watchpoint by friend of the show Carl. He was like, "Are you affiliated with the?" He was on the other team. He's like, "You you affiliated with the podcast?" I was like, "I'm Blazing Bob." He's like, "Dude, it's Carl." Like, oh wow, <laughs> nice. Yeah, so it, it, that's always awesome. I added him to the friends list. Um. And we're going to get some games. And yeah, we did steamroll through attack. I forget what I actually said. I think I was just telling everybody to go below. Like, we were in New Bonnie, and we were, try- we were about to go up high, but their whole team was there. I was like, just go under. <laughs> just, just go under. And we went under, and that's what he said something. So it was, it was pretty awesome. So, yeah, I had a good weekend in Overwatch. I, I, I had a good weekend. I really enjoyed it. And um, this is what, like, it's very, what it's, you know, usually if I play gold for too long, I'm like, I need to take a break. <laughs> you know, I need to take a break for a watch, but that didn't happen this weekend. It's uh, it's been going pretty well, but uh, yeah. Now that we've got that all of our system, let's go ahead and get into the patch notes. Patch notes. Okay, so obviously, big patch dropped last week on Thursday, and uh, it came with Year of the Dog. So that's what I expected to come into patch, and that was it. But it actually came with a couple of other things uh, that are uh, worth talking about. And before we get into Year of the Dog, I would like to talk about those as well. I'm actually pulling it up here. Uh, So one big change that they made, or one feature that they brought into the game that a lot of people were asking for, and to be honest with you, I kind of forgot about it, was the ability to select your skin before the game starts. So you can actually change your skin now before the game starts. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool that they finally put it in. But it's like, I'm probably going to keep the same skin regardless, right, at this point. The only thing it's going to be cool for is all those times you're like, oh, I'm going to change my skin. Guys, remind me to change my skin next, next game. At least if you get into the game, you can change it right there. Right, yeah. So it, it is right thing, there. <laughs> yeah. And it only shows you, you know, the skins that you actually have. So the list might be long depending on what you have, but most of the time it's going to be pretty short. Uh, so that is pretty cool. They did some balance updates to a f- two characters specifically. Uh, they did uh, Doomfist got a pretty big change, um, which where his uh, hand cannon, the damage was reduced for each bullet or each shot was reduced from 11 to 6, but the number of bullets fired increased from 6 to 11. And the spread pattern has been made more consistent. So I think this will make Doomfist a bit more dangerous uh, when it's it comes... Go ahead, Bob. Sorry, it's it's just going to make it more consistent is, yeah. is the thing, because... That spread is weird, and you know, just when you hit somebody, when you hit them with a half shot, 
then it should be more consistent half shot damage instead of like, oh, maybe one one pellet hits on that side. Oh, maybe four pellets hit on that side. So it's right. just going to be a little bit more consistent and less weird. Right. Because right now it's all, it's just like five, you no, know, it's six. Yeah. But they're just like all over the place. You could have four on one, on one side and then two on the, on the far other side. It's just weird. Right. Well, that consistency, I think is going to make it a bit more dangerous for those who know what they're doing. Probably. You know, if you get a doom fist, it's just kind of flipping all over the place. You know, like that's, that's not really going to work out well for them. But like doom, people who play doom fist who kind of know what they're doing. Uh, I do think that's going to be worth it for them uh the other change was reaper his death blossom now fires at players behind barriers and the dev comment on this is previously reaper's death blossom would target barriers but not the players hiding behind them this change will make it more effective against shields and consistent with how other auto targeting abilities work e.g mccree's dead eye and symmetra's century turret so I don't know, like I haven't seen re- I haven't seen a Death Blossom since uh since this patch went live. I don't know if this means that the Death Blossom ignores the shield or it just hits the shield more because I think it, it hits it, the shield less. It hits the shield less. Like, well that's go like, ahead, I'll, go ahead. Explain. Like it'll now fire at people behind it whereas opposed to Say someone's like right behind Reinhardt's shield, but they're within your sight. Instead of it going to the shield, it'll go to the actual person that you have line of sight on with the death blossom. If the shield's blocking it, it's still going to block it. But I think what they're saying is before it was actually like going to the shield because it was closer rather than going to the person target who was behind Reinhardt. Does that make sense? Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if like it's not gonna ignore the actual shield, it's gonna hit no, it more because because so. the players are behind the shield, which means it should do more damage to the shield, possibly breaking. <clears throat> you know, we'll we'll see. But like, I haven't. Uh, I'm sure this will this will this is gonna help more so than it was before. But I don't I don't think this is going to change uh, the game for Reaper. Per se. Nope. Reaper's still niche, and he's he's gonna stay that way for the foreseeable future. Dude, if you need to get somebody out of gold, <laughs> Reaper's still a good pick. <laughs> Reaper's a good pick to get out of silver. Yeah, it definitely I can, is. I can pretty much in silver like one v four pretty much any crowd. Well, especially if you if you play him like just wait for an engagement, right? It's like people the biggest part have... of him is just waiting and being patient. Yep. So. Uh, so he made some changes, some noticeable changes to the UI. It says matchmaking UI now dis- displays the game mode players have queued for while waiting for the game. So no more accidentally queuing for comp instead of quick play and vice versa. It says com- competitive play lever messages now display as chat notifications. Um, I guess that's fine, but there's a <laughs> there are a lot of people who ignore chat notifications. And I still prefer that it be the big red box came down. I'd love it yeah. for just Zen to have a voice line. Discord on Zarya. Discord on Kenji. Just give that, me, a, just give me a voice line. That would be awesome. Like, that would <laughs> that'd be that'd be that'd be OP, wouldn't it? it? Like all of a sudden, Zen's 
just don't have to call discords. I mean, <laughs> I mean, when we play in sixes, normally we don't call discords and just who, whatever target's called, it's expected that the Zen's going to put the discord on that target. Right. Right. I mean, you can play it either way, but the more effective way is to, to take advantage of the people who, uh, you know, well, who the, whoever the caller is calling, because that's obviously either their high-priority target or their easy kill, one of the two. But just imagine in solo queue if it just said it for you. Yeah. That'd be awesome in solo queue. That would be awesome. Uh, the hero select screen now displays the game mode and map type. So... I guess that's easier for new. That's good for newer people. If you don't know what game type you're kind of getting into, and it now also for Zenyatta's Orb of Discord over Harmony will now display target hero's name. So that should. Yeah, be, I saw that today. That was weird. That displays their name. Yeah. Why? Why is it weird? It just. It was just weird. It's just at the bottom right. It said their name. I was like, clunky, funky. What? Oh, it's. Oh, it's their name. I just. I just happened to notice it. I mean, it's cool, but I didn't know that it was in the game. I didn't really, I just jumped in because I didn't have a lot of time before we recorded. So I just jumped in to play. Mm -hmm. There's also a bunch of bug fixes too. Uh, I'm not going to get into uh, all of them, but I did notice one specifically. Fix a bug that prevented Hanzo's wall climb from activating occasionally. I've seen that before. Not on me, but I've seen people like go to the wall and then nothing happens and I kill them. I was like, huh, I wonder what happened there. Now I know. <laughs> yeah, so it's enjoyable when you do that. Anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about Year of the Dog. How have you been enjoying Year of the Dog so far, uh, Bob? I have not gotten to play. Really? Like you, I mean, haven't you played? I thought you played Overwatch. Oh, no, played? I played a ton of comp, but. I, I didn't say played. CTF. I've just been like the event so far. Oh, um, I haven't gotten in. I haven't gotten in any of the skins. I think the Genji skin's the best skin that he's had to date, but they really stepped it up on skins this time around. There's less of them, but they stepped it up. I think the skins look good. The only one that I'm not really feeling is the Widowmaker one, to be honest with you. Uh, but I think all of the skins, like the Farah skin, like uh, yeah, all of the skins, like, yeah, except the the Widowmaker skin, I think is really good. I actually really like the Zarya skin. I'm like, God, I'm like, they just released the Blizzard World skins for Zarya. I got that, but now they release this skin. I'm like, now this this is the skin that I actually want. <laughs> you know, well, <laughs> even though I don't get me wrong, I do enjoy the Barbarian skin. That's that's not, that's not a problem. But no, I thought it was cool. I kind I do kind of wish there was a. Uh, Orissa skin that they would have put together, though. They, I mean, Orissa is such a big character model. They could make some awesome skins for her, you know. Yeah, and the, I don't, I don't know. They probably want to keep it. Uh, probably don't want to keep. I, I have no idea. They, <laughs> the, like, I'm, I'm just thinking they don't want to like go too crazy. But they went crazy on other characters. I mean, Tracer. Tra well, and the Widow skin. They've got one skin that's not even her. So I mean. <laughs> They could do whatever they want, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, actually, like uh, Delta Runner in chat says, "Azaria skin that's good." I'm like, so yeah, she has at least two. Actually, she has a couple of good skins. I think uh, this skin, the uh, the the actual barbarian skin is good. Actually, I gotta be honest with you, the barbarian skin is good if you have Zarya's golden gun. It looks awesome with the golden gun, but not so great 
I mean, it looks all right with, without the golden gun, but with the golden gun, it looks so much better. And um, I do like her the the uh, winter wonderland skin with the frosted tips. I like that one too, even though it's not that much of a change. That's why I was an epic. I like that I'm, one with the mask. I forget what it was for, but it's like futuristic looking. A Zarya skin with a mask. Futuristic. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a full, the Siberian? No, a full face mask. I'd have to take a look at. Oh, yeah, that was equipped. from that was from the anniversary. Yeah, that that one's cool. That one's kind of nice. Yeah, which is kind of machine like. I kind of wish they would um, give her some of her heroes of the storm skins. To be honest with you, because her heroes of the storm skins look pretty awesome. So that's I was just about to say that you just stole that from me. Oh uh, well. It's my show, Bob. <laughs> no, but I'll yeah. see my way out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, the skin game was good. I, I do like Mercy skin. I thought they had one for her last year, but apparently I was wrong about that. Um, actually, no. Did they have one for her last year? I mean, it was a good guess. They usually have yes, one for Yes, they did have one event. for her last year, but it was an epic. They had an epic. This is a legendary. So it changes the skin a bit more. I liked her one from last year. I do kind of wish they would redo the Bastion one, or, or even give Bastion another one, because he like he his kind of just makes him look like a table. Like it's just like, that's what it, that's what it reminds me of a table at like a Chinese restaurant. That, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, well, surprised they haven't made him a pool table skin yet. You know who they owe a better skin? Anna. Yeah. Anna. Because Anna skin is the scariest skin. Anna's uh, literally New Year's skin is the scariest skin in Overwatch. Yeah, it, it is creepy. <laughs> it really is. They do. They owe her a new skin. To be honest with you, so I think uh, I think that 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 would have been nice. But, but yeah, I mean, overall, I am happy with the skins. You know, Genji skin changes his the the animation, not the animation, but it's not a dragon. It's like a tiger. I think. Isn't it? I think it's like a tiger that he swings oh, around. I don't know. You're talking about the animation when he uh, when he does his ultimate. I don't know. I was uh, thinking about buying the skin. Now I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I think I think so. Um, in terms of highlight intros, only one new one, and it's amazing. The McCree Spark. Have you have you seen it? Uh, no, dude. No. It's McCree. He smokes. And then he throws this the cigarette into a bunch of uh into a bunch of uh fireworks and the fireworks explode as he's walking away. But I can't I can't wait to get that while wearing the real American McCree skin. <laughs> <laughs> it will be the greatest thing in Overwatch. I, I I I am literally excited to get that. So hopefully that's one of the uh I might actually buy that um, highlight intro. We'll see, but that's pretty. It is pretty awesome. And what else? What else we have? Oh, emotes. So there are uh, two new emotes. One is Doomfist uh, crushing, where he just uh, he what does he do? He slams his hand into the ground, picks up a rock, and crushes it. So that really is has nothing to do with the event. And then Roadhog. <laughs> where I think he pulls out uh, a yeah, friend. 
Yeah, he pulls out like, oh, what is the name of that thing? That's that a Murray. Thing? Yeah, that thing. He pulls that out and squeezes it. Also, <laughs> not really event related. So, um, can't complain too much. They, they they used to have a ton of like um, you know either voice lines or emotes that had nothing to do with the events, and they would pack those into the the events uh, you know the event boxes. So I'm kind of glad they got rid of it. They they're not really doing that anymore. <laughs> Doesn't look like there's any, or, or they just don't show them here. Don't show what the voice lines. No, I don't think they have any voice lines. They might. They have the voice lines from last year, obviously, but other than that, I don't really think so. So I don't know. It's uh, overall, I'm I'm pretty pleased with the events. I mean, we went into it expecting just a, a bit more than what was last year at this point our expectations are tapered or are uh they they you know they're going to be low i i mean I, unfortunately i still have high hopes for uprising i'm curious to see what they're going to do we can, we can always hope yeah like i'm really curious to see what they're going to do if, they, if it's just a repeat of last year i'm going to be pretty disappointed so i mean yeah, I, I, or, I do, or, or even an upgrade of last year's single player campaign it'll be a little bit of a letdown yeah, like they really, it, they definitely need to have the chapter from last year, uh, but I do think that they they should be incorporating a whole new chapter, right? Like a whole like a whole new story piece to it. Yeah, I mean that would be if you could do some sort of Talon exercise. It could be really neat if they just did something new. Really yeah. neat. Yeah, so, uh, but also with the year of the dragon came the new CTF rules have been updated. So let's kind of just dig into that. Uh, we're going to go through the rules, restricted abilities, and sudden death. So now the official rules are flag is pick up, uh, flag pickup is instant, but the flag cannot be picked up for five seconds after it's dropped. So you can't just get the flag drop and touch it, and it goes back to the base. It gives the the running team a chance to kind of pick it back up. You can fight around it. Uh, flag return is about four seconds. It takes to, and it makes a noise too when somebody's returning the flag. Uh, flag return does not stop when taking damage. So if somebody is in the circle, you need to move them out of the range of the flag and or, or kill them, which is technically speaking, moving them out of the range of the flag. So you either need to kill them or you need to uh, boop them off the flag in order to uh, stop the flag from being returned. Can't you just, but you can't just run by and pick it up during that. You have to actually uh, knock them off before you can pick it up. Oh, well, you could probably you, you can't pick it up, but like you know, if uh, I guess technically speaking, if you're gonna knock them back, or unless you're Arissa, you know, Arissa can pull them off. They give herself a little bit more time to get up there, but. Um, Match length is eight minutes, and after scoring, the flag takes 15 seconds to respawn, and restricted abilities drop the flag. So, um, with these new ability, with these new rules, at least for me, uh, I have been finding it a bit more enjoyable, to be honest with you. Yeah, I've gotten that from a lot of people. I haven't got to play it myself. I was going to play it a little bit before this. But water heater. Right. Yeah. So uh, but let's talk about the restricted abilities. So the restricted abilities are as follows. Doomfist, Meteor Strike, uh, Seismic Slam, Rising Uppercut, and Rocket Punch. 
uh, Genji's Swift Strike. Fires Jump Jets and confess, uh, Concussive Blast Recoil when used on self, so you can't even cheese that. Uh, Reaper Shadow Step and Wraith Form. Soldier 76 Sprint, Sombra Stealth and Translocator. Traces Blink and Recall. Junkrat's Concussion Mind when used on self, so you cannot cheese that. Maze Cryo Freeze, Widowmaker's Grappling Hook, Diva's Boosters, and Self-Destruct. Uh, Reinhardt's Charge, Winston's Jump Pack, and Primal Rage. Lucio Amp It Up, Crossfade, Speed Boost, and now, when he wall rides, that has also been, that's been patched and taken that's out. That's new today. Yeah, that's new today. Mercy's Valkyrie and Guardian Angel, Mora's Fade and Coalescence. And Zenyatta's Transcendence. All these things drop the flag. Thank you, Blizzard, for listening. Finally. You know, if you want to make, if you, they, I think they, they want to make CTF a bit more viable. And that's how. You can't, ha- you can't keep the abilities in. And I just remember talking to Mikey this time last year when, you know, we watched the developer update and Jeff Kaplan's like, well, you know, we still want it to feel like Overwatch. So, you know, the abilities won't drop the flag. I'm like, see, right there. That's a problem. And boom, here we are now. A better version of CTF. Yeah, it's a little confusing that you have to, you know, all those things are turned off, like when carrying the flag, but you would get used to it eventually. It's just, it would be a little weird to start off with, I would think. Right. Well, uh, I wonder if they, like, when people were playing custom matches, if they watched the settings for the custom matches, like if they have those logs and saw that most people were playing it without, you know, uh, the abilities had to be turned off for flag pickup, but. Uh, additionally, sudden death has added matches no longer in the draw when time runs out and new round is started and flags move closer to the center of the map. First team to score wins. But yeah, I I haven't run I haven't run in sudden death yet. You know, I, I, and I like that there's no ties. Yeah, there's no ties. Like there, there's no reason for there to be a tie in CTF. There's none. Like just you know, play until somebody captures the flag one more time. It becomes like you know who's gonna who's gonna buckle first, you know. But uh, you you haven't not played the new map, correct? No, I haven't got to. The new map is nice. I do like it, and it, I can see how they built it specifically for CTF. Like the the middle of the map is more narrow. Uh, but there's still pathways that you can choose, and kind of, you don't like. It's not like once you're on a path, you stay on the path. Like you can actually cross over to a different path and go upstairs, go downstairs. You know all these different ways. And uh, there's even there's areas where I think both sides of the map are open, like in the middle. So actually, I ended up getting booped off the map once so far. I learned my lesson there. But the map is nice. It looks good, and there's a clear difference between you know between being in your ba- like in your base and the other people's base. Like so, one one base is like it's like a it's like a nice temple with gold and it's bright and shit like that. And the other one is like a like almost not not a crypt but like a, a decrepit temple. Like you know like it's it's like old and the architecture is old and it's dark. So you, there's a clear difference between being on like one side or the Interesting. other. But I wonder the, why they did that. Uh, I don't know if there's a specific reason. They might have just looked the way um, 
they might as well like the way it looked, you know. And nobody really said I haven't heard anybody say anything lore wise about the map. Like, I don't even know if any characters really uh if the map belongs to anybody. Uh I know the map is based in Thailand, but other than that, you know, I haven't heard anything about it. New map is nice. I I like it so far. Well, I mean they've they've done well on things they've done like that before. Like the free for all map that they have, in my opinion, is the only map to play free for all on. It's just the only map that makes sense. So I can see how they would design it from the ground up well. Right. Yeah. It 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 was definitely built for CTF specifically. Um and I can see why. Uh, Bridges of Kenny and Chad says, I feel like when there is a map, the place is significant to the lore. And I wonder if you guys thought there would be a comic or a character. Um, I don't know. I think... I mean, I, well, I don't know. Maybe the, new, the latest character is from Thailand. Maybe that is like kind of like his map, per se. But I don't know. Like I don't. I don't. I think the Overwatch... One of the constricting things about putting a map out for Overwatch, right... Is that it? Kind of needs to be part of the lore, a bit, and maybe attached to a character as well, uh, at least one or several characters. Like something happened there, you know. Like that's like you know Dorado, for example. That's tied to Sombra and Soldier Seventy Six, essentially, um, and that's kind of restrictive, right? Because that means every time you release a map, you kind of have to have a little bit of backstory for it, and it feels like they're already having trouble steering the lore in a single direction as it is so i'm not surprised that they really that if this map goes without having any lore to it at all i wouldn't be surprised because it's kind of like you know it's 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 it's, it it reduces the amount of work they have to do to actually put the map out yeah and they did have a little bit of of lore with the Free the free for all map that I mean that's Widowmakers you know that's I mean? true so he might be onto something yeah that's true but like with the with the Widowmaker map they with Chateau Giard they told you what the kind of the, the backstory of it was before hand um, yeah actually I brought up Dorado Dorado is funny you know why. Because I'm not sure if you knew this, but Dorado is supposed to be a map, and it's supposed to be like in Mexico, right? But the it's actual Italy, yes, it's it's Italy. Like that, yep. they they did a Google Maps search <laughs> instead of actually checking the actual location. There's like they, they searched like from Mexico, and that came up, so that's what they used. But it's actually Italy. And I thought that was really funny. Yep. Wait, was it Italy or Spain? It might it was- be. Oh no, it might be no, no. I don't think it was Spain. I think it was. Italy. It was one of the two. I think. I think you're right. I think it was Italy. So, but it was just. <laughs> it was just funny that they did that. So, uh, but yeah, I, see, the, I did, I have not played competitive CTF yet, but from what I heard, uh, a lot of people are taking it more seriously. Like there's more cooperation and more teamwork going into competitive CTF than regular competitive at this point. It's what I've heard too. I saw PvP Twitch tweeted out something, and ABG in the Discord said it. So right. I don't know. I'm gonna play it. I just I've been doing so good in comp, right? I, you know, I don't. I've been getting on. They're like, "Come on, let's go play." And I'm like, "Okay, let's go play." <laughs> and I want to, you know, I want to take the op- the opportunities while they're there. Yeah. Well, I think I might um, 
I, I told I told Bob before we started the show that at this point, I think we have like two weeks left in the season that I don't even know if I'm going to play my main at this point because this is this is when you get to the shit part of the season, guys. Like this is at the end of the season is terrible usually, and I don't know if I'll feel like having my main drop because people don't care anymore. The tilt is really really hard. People are accepting the fact that. You know they're not gonna make it. They're not gonna make it to Destiny. <laughs> you know, no, not Destiny, but Diamond. You know, uh, so Destiny as well. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it, then this season just sucks. I'm like, I might want to end up playing my main. I'll probably just stay on Church of Jaw. Like that's a character I don't even care about the SR. Maybe. Like, funny thing is, I never. Big Chocolate is my is the is the highest account I have. It's like close to 2,800 or something like that. And that was completely by accident I, I, big chocolate was another account that i never looked at the sr and then i just looked at the sr um the last time i played i was like i wonder where i am right now and it was like 2770 something i don't know I, it's 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 just funny but um i might play that account maybe maybe see how far i can get but you know if that account drops i wouldn't be too too disappointed so but yeah i don't know it's the CTF the with what I've been seeing, it the problem with having these modes like this, right, is that unless you make a custom game, you can't always get a game for them. Like I was playing three v three way more when it was always on an option, but now I'll go on some days and I want to play three v three, and it's not there, and then I'm probably not looking for it on the days that it's there. And the same thing with CTF. Like I don't want to get too invested in CTF because you know we know after this event is goes away, CTF. I don't even know if they're going to have an arcade block for it. They need. I really do think that they need to stop like rotating those game modes in the arcade. I think they need to just let them be. Like you know, have a standard set of rules for a game mode and just let you go into it. If you want to play capture the flag or if you want to play, you know, 3v3, you know, those communities don't always intersect with each other, right? Some, like a, a group of people who enjoy, really enjoy playing capture the flag doesn't mean they necessarily play 3v3 all the time, you know, or they might not even play comp. Like, it just opens up the game more for more people to play it. Yeah, and I think, I think that... I don't know. I like. I don't like the the rote the rotating stuff either. But I do understand that they don't want to oversaturate one game and have the queues take forever. But yeah, like <clears throat> some of the really good games, like three v three, like why keep that in there? But then other people would argue that they want uh, total mayhem in, and I think that game's crap. But a lot of people really like it, so they're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place, and I don't know what they can really do to fix it unless you're just willing to, if everyone was willing to wait five to ten minute queues. I'm not, but... Well, I think they should just leave them up there and then have like a, a, an estimated you know, time or be like, you know, queue time, high, low, medium, like something like that to let you know that, okay, if you want to play this game mode... The queue time is pretty high. That's not unheard of. It's not it's not new, a bad idea, you know. So yeah, it's not a bad idea at all. Yeah, so I think that if they were to do something like that, that would be a big help, right? You know. So, um, 
I, 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 that's why I just can't get invested into in these other game modes because it's going to be gone. And then I, I kind of have to check arcade every day just to see if I want to play it. But then, you know, when it's up there, I have, feel kind of obligated to play it, you know? So I gotcha. Yep. So let's go ahead and uh, move on. Uh, we'll cover this quickly. There are somber buffs coming and Bob is not happy. Yeah, not really at all. Yeah, Everybody I, I talked to about it at the Blizzard Arena wasn't happy about it either. Half them didn't even know because they were so they were so focused on the 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 matches on the weekend. Like, what are you talking about? Like the Sombra changes. Nobody sounded very happy about it. Well, yeah, because it's gonna make the game harder to play. Like, you know, it's it is gonna make the game harder to play. You have to pay more attention to Sombra. And I I I, I actually think this is gonna make Hanzo uh, more important to a team, the utility of Hanzo, because you're gonna need to ha- like you don't you're gonna need to have her detected around the uh, the payload, or the new character that's coming may have some type of detection ability too. So yeah, we don't I, know. Th- that's that's something that is probably more likely because the Hanzos still have to be able to hit arrows. Right, they have to be able to hit arrows, but you can't hit the sonic arrow on a payload. <laughs> like you know, like that. Yeah, but you gotta be do. You gotta kill people. Like you can't just be there for Sonic Arrow. Well, I know, but still, you have you do have to be able to hit people, which, yeah, I mean that could be a problem. But still, you know, having that utility would be uh, pretty helpful. Uh, but so what's the changes coming to Sombra is that one, her uh, she no longer gains ults from health packs. Like right now, that's her primary method of getting her ultimate charge. Right, um, you know. Even though I've been playing, so I've been playing Sombra a lot, and I've been telling my team use the health packs. They never fucking use the health packs, so I always have a lot of health because nobody's using the health pack except me. It feels like so. And I mean, so many people can use that if it's hacked. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, she no longer gains ult charge from health pack, but the positives, the things that are being buffed, are her weapon spread is being decreased. By one ten percent, so that's something that people have been asking for for a really long time, and this really does mean that she will be able to zero in on some of the smaller characters a bit better. Like right now, as Sombra, like, and of course I'm playing like you know Sombra and Gold on my low account, but I'm like just eating tanks up, you know, and even like people like Soldier Seventy Six, like the, the the hardest characters you had, the the hard, biggest problem, the characters you have the biggest problems with are like Symmetra. Zenyatta, Mercy, you know, small characters like that. But now, um, you know, it's uh, it should be easier to do that uh, to 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 get that damage in. Hacking speed increased from 0.8 seconds to 0.65 seconds. So you know, you can still interrupt her hack if you hit her, but you got to hit her and faster now. So that's cool. Hacking will disable more abilities. Basically any ability that requires a button press will also be disabled. That means when hacked, Genji cannot double jump or wall climb. Vera cannot use her hover jets. Hanzo cannot wall climb. Lucio uh, is currently running his current running song will be disabled. Yeah, all from what I heard, all all passives. Yeah. And that's just silly and it, they could already get the hacks off. So, like, this is just going to be silly. Also, an, uh, Angelic Descent 
can all will also be canceled. That was the last one they kind of mentioned here. Uh, not to mention, I mean, this is actually that, that's actually a pretty another big uh, nerf to Mercy because uh, now she can't she won't be able to really uh, zip around as well when she gets hacked in her ultimate. So that's another Mercy nerf, and uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of looking forward to it to be honest with you. Yeah, well, you tell me that when you have all the Sombras that think they can play Sombra picking Sombra. Well, that's the difference. Sorry, that's that's not a problem with the character itself. That's a problem with the community. That's like the Moira problem we're having right now, right? <laughs> Where people are refusing to heal as Moira. Like, do you know how to left click, please? <laughs> you know. So, or if they, yeah, uh, I see them just spraying their spray into nothing. And it real, it just, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I am actually kind of looking forward to. It. I think it's going to make things interesting. You know, I think, um, I think people who play like Genji will be pretty upset with this. This kind of removes one of his major escape mechanics. You know, you know when you get hot, when you when Genji gets hacked as Sombra, it's still hard to hit him because he's got the double jump and he's flying all over the place. Now he's grounded. You know. Yeah, he'll still be one of the harder ones to get the hack off on, too, though. Yes, he will. Unless you, <laughs> you get one of those Genjis that does the emergency deflect every time something happens to him. Like, oh, wrong move, <laughs> kiddo. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to mix things up a bit. It could definitely add Sombra into uh, the meta quite a bit more, you know, if, if she's used properly. So, I think it would be kind of cool, to be honest with you. We shall see, my friend. We shall we see. Shall Will see. it be annoying? Yes, but it can still be managed. That's what I'm saying. It can be managed if the team works together. I, uh, for, uh, just like with anything else in the lower tiers, this is probably going to be a fucking nightmare, to be honest with you. Uh, but with you know proper team support, I think you know we can get through this, Bob. It's okay. We can work. She's going to be stupid and free for all. She's going to be dumb. Oh, absolutely. So. Well, Delta Runner says bronze will be terrible. Dude, bronze is always terrible. <laughs> that's, that's kind of the thing. Bronze is always, always pretty bad. So, and just kudos to anybody who climbs, who's, who's able to climb themselves out of that. It, bronze and silver. Those are rough tiers, man. Those are rough tiers. Gold, gold is a rough tier because of ego. Bronze and silver are just rough tiers in general because people are like, they just don't know. Or really bad. They just click things. Mm-hmm. Like remember when you first started playing a character and you got scared and you just hit all the buttons, like E and Shift and everything. No, like the first <laughs> two or three times you play a character when the game first started and somebody jumped on you and you didn't know what to do with that character. You're telling me you never just mashed the buttons? No, I actually in playing Overwatch, I never touched a character. I didn't go into a training mode first. Yeah, but still, yeah, I'm talking when oh shit mode comes in and it's fighter or flight. Like, you don't, unless you've played hours on a character, you don't automatically do things. You know, you just hit buttons and that's what it, that's what the, 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 the current Moira status is for me. They're hitting buttons. I've never been the type of person to just mash a button. I'm actually more likely not to do anything if I'm just like, I don't know what to do. 
like I'm, I'll be trying to figure out what to do, but I won't, I won't mash a button. And my reaction will be too late if I die. Like I, I understand what you're saying, but I, it's, I think it's opposite for me. Oh. You know, just as bad. I still. I think die. I, I think mine's better. <laughs> yeah, well, at least you? like I like did a move and like sometimes I accidentally killed people. Like was how I first started out playing Genji. I was like, I just killed somebody. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I don't necessarily mash. I, I made a site called Mash Those Buttons, but I don't mash buttons. all right let's go ahead and get into our weekly updates weekly updates all right so let's start talking about may may was one of those characters that i think jeff kaplan brought up in his um developer update at as characters they are looking to make changes to but it looks like May will not be receiving major changes. Uh, I think there was a, a forum post that went out and people were saying, you know, May needs a major rework. Actually, a lot of people were saying that May needs a major rework. But honestly, I think people say that when they just can't use the character well. But it's good to know that Jeff Kaplan and the team do not agree that she needs a major rework. He says... We are trying some improvements to her, but they are not major. Um, you know, and actually, also, he mentioned Sombra, uh, not Sombra, he said Symmetra. Uh, Symmetra will require more work to get her into a better place and therefore it'll take longer to address. So it looks like Symmetra, this change to Symmetra will not be coming down around the same time as May and some of the other characters we've been looking into. But we, we talked about this last week. Yeah. Where, well, the, go ahead. Go ahead. Also, we talked about last week where it's like you got to be real careful when it comes to May because you tweak her just a little bit too much in the wrong direction and she becomes very, very oppressive. Man, that's similar to what I was going to say. The problem is, is that they just need to classify characters and let people know this character is not a character you can main. I'm doing quotes like like May. She's never going to be a character you can pick every time. It's it's just not the way she's built. Her utility isn't built like that. And that can be said for most of the defensive characters in the game. Like, they're just not built to be played every time. So they're not going to balance for her to be played every time because they don't want that. Right. So they should just go ahead and classify. Just go ahead and put a little sign on main characters, niche characters. Like they put a little main character thing over, you know, Reinhardt, Orissa, Soldier, Tracer. And then they could put like the little niche character thing over over the other ones. So people don't just assume that they're going to be able to play them every time. Because once you've played the game, you understand it's obvious, but... If you're starting the game, you might think, "Ooh, I like I like May. I want to play May." And then you end up hurting everyone on your team for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours until you actually learn that it's not going to work. Well, I think they're trying to avoid telling people what characters to play and what not to play. That's what they're really trying to avoid here. Uh, and by saying by labeling characters as main or niche as you were saying, that tell that that right there kind of establishes uh, a, a bit of a meta, uh, which is know. which is what it already is. You know, I mean, why not just let them say that so that we can not deal with the ignorance? You know what I mean? But the Overwatch team doesn't determine the meta. The, the Overwatch team makes balance changes, and the community 
determines the meta. So let the pros vote on it, like, every patch. Well, if that's the case, then they can just, you know, you can find that information anywhere. But Blizzard doesn't want to overstep and, you know, say, well, these characters are main. Because then now you're going to have arguments of, well, this is, you're you're not playing a main character. This is the, you you should switch, not me. I'm playing a main character. My character works in more situations than yours. they're playing May and the other one's playing Soldier, then I agree. (laughs) <laughs> i'm not gonna disagree with you there but still like <laughs> that's just another argument to be had in overwatch now you know so but uh yeah so yeah may is not gonna get a major rework overwatch free weekend this weekend february 16th through 19th so if you got friends that you're trying to get them into overwatch now will be the time to get them to check it out um on pc like on pc you can install overwatch actually can you install overwatch uh, without owning it, I can't remember. I'm not, I don't have any accounts that don't have I Overwatch. Don't know. Yeah. So um, I know on console. Well, either way, even on PC, on PC, you just hit the install button, and Overwatch installs and no problem. I but, think it's a buy now button if you don't have it. Right. Yeah, but um, on console, one of the issues with the free weekends is that you can't download Overwatch for free until the free weekend starts, and major downside unless you've already downloaded it right on a prior free weekend and then you can patch it yeah so on i know on xbox the downloads are a lot faster than they used to be but on ps4 it's still it's just a a total slog to get uh to get overwatch they should just allow you to preload it before free on free weekend so but yeah free weekend coming up definitely check that out get your friends to play and then tell them to listen to watch play radio Thank you. <laughs> Please. Yeah. And uh, also, the last thing we're going to talk about is there, there's been some talks about how much it's going to cost to join the Overwatch League starting next season. And reports are saying it's going to cost at least $35 million, uh, and could go up to about $60 million. Now, last season, you know, in the, in the inaugural season, $20 million was supposed to be like the high point, right? It was supposed to be like, you know, major uh, markets would be twenty million dollars, but now you're talking thirty-five million dollar buy-in. Um, you know, at the very least, and that, like we have, I, this is all due to an earnings report um, that that uh, that went on, and they had they didn't. I don't think they actually said the official price, but they 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 said the buy-in price would definitely increase, which I think everybody kind of uh, knew that already, but. Reports are saying it's going to be at least thirty-five million. Yeah, they. The word around is that the Overwatch League has made a fuck ton more money than they expected. So, the chances that buy-ins are larger are very high. But sixty million sounds, and I don't know, I don't know money, but that sounds crazy. That is a lot. Yeah, I mean, twenty million was a lot for. You know, <laughs> was 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 a ton, yeah, yeah it was a ton. Right. And but if they're, I mean, they're seeing they're seeing revenue from jerseys and in-game loot and all the different things. So I think there's a there's quite a bit of money changing hands right right now. I've got a bunch of merch right here. I watched just people just buying jerseys in droves at the actual event so 
I'm assuming they're buying them, you know, on online even more so. So it's it's pretty cool. Right. So we'll keep an eye on that. See what happens. See what other teams buy in. Uh, looks like they they are appear to be interested in European and Asian expansion more most more specifically. Not saying that we won't have more teams coming from the United States, but they're really looking to expand their, um, you know, the Overwatch League teams in the European and Asian markets. So we'll see how that goes and see how that actually affects the, uh, yeah. see how that affects uh, the the Overwatch League going forward. Um, it's uh, pretty crazy. They're trying to make a world league. Yeah, I think I think it's kind of. I, I just thought about this, but. The person who thought of the MLG Combine is sitting somewhere like, I told you it would work. I told you it would work. <laughs> that, that, is, that is what they're doing it's right now. a lot of money to start it, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, the, the MLG Combine, um, for, those who, uh, who, for those who don't know, the, the Overwatch League is kind of like the, the predecessor to the Overwatch League was the MLG Combine. And. It just did not work out that great. There was so the Overwatch League exists the way it does now because of all the lessons learned from the MLG Combine and from CPL. Both, both the the failures of both of those um, uh, attempts at making um, video games like sports. The the failures of both of those leagues or both those initiatives are why the Overwatch League is doing as well as it is right now. Um, or I shouldn't say it's not as doing as well, but why the Overwatch League is the way it is. But more specifically, the MLG Combine. Um, and I know I, I don't know if that person still has a job or not. For all I know, he could be flipping burgers right now. But he's just looking like I told you it would work. I knew it. <laughs> so shout uh, out to that Nate person. Nancer must have been taking notes. I think, well, Nate Nancer, if I remember correctly, he comes from the MLG side of things. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if he was involved or, you know, because, I mean, it's not like, you know, what, the MLG combine, when it kind of closed down, I think they kind of realized that, you know, they just didn't execute it properly. Right, they didn't execute it properly. They needed to make changes to it, and they needed the right game to do it with. And I guess another re- another part of the problem with the MLG Combine was that it wasn't one single game. It wasn't very focused. That was a pro- that was a part of the problem. The Overwatch League is a very focused and much better executed version of the MLG Combine. So, well, and the biggest thing, in my opinion, that they did is the profit sharing this makes it so every team makes the same on the merch and everything else now they can hit their own you know their own sponsors and all of that but every team shares in the merch if dallas sells the most merch everybody gains from it so that's why it makes it so big because you don't have teams dropping out because they can't make it because they have profit sharing. It's why the NFL does so good. So I'm, I'm thinking that that was the biggest and smartest thing that they did with the, the overwatch league. Right. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the profit sharing aspect. Well, if they had profit sharing at all for the combine, I don't know how they, uh, 
how the money was like. Oh, like I don't think anybody's money. done this in e in esports prior. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Like, I'm pretty sure League of Legends does not do profit sharing or anything like that. They make you know each team makes their own money. Um, but then again, that's why you know none of those teams are backed by like Robert Kraft, Comcast, like stuff like that. So you know that that makes a difference. But uh, okay, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and close this show up. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, got a couple things to talk about before we go. Prepare to attack. Batch five has started, and this week batch five will be complete with Bastion. That is it. That is the end of the original character run that we were going to do for the show. Uh, obviously we do have a Moira episode on the way as well. And hero 27 is pretty much right around the corner. Um, unfortunately for me, I think hero 27 will be releasing when I am out of the country. I have, a, I have a feeling that hero 27 will be released when I'm gone. So, uh, We'll have a character up for that or an episode for that as soon as we can. But we also have other plans prepared to attack that we're hoping to be able to uh, roll out in the future. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep you guys up to date with what's going on there. For those who are not here on the live stream, we do live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, except tonight. We did it at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and that was my fault. But uh, yeah, we normally do it at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll notify you guys of any changes. Uh, that's why you should, you know, if you enjoy coming to the stream, you want to come to the stream, you should definitely check us out on social media uh, at Watchpoint Radio because uh, we will notify you or in the Discord. Uh, if you have any Overwatch stories, we definitely want to hear about those. So go ahead and send those to us. We do have a PS4 community and Xbox One club. They're both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. So we'd love to have you in those communities. You know, if you if you play, if you listen to the show and play uh, Overwatch, you know, Join up so you know we can play some games sometime. Also, love to have you on Discord. Like I mentioned earlier, that's discord.me slash mash those buttons. And uh, always like to bring up Heroes of Overwatch. It's a Facebook group that has a lot of players from different platforms. And whether you just want to find somebody to play with or keep up with Overwatch news, that's a great place to be, you know, throughout the week. We're available on multiple podcast platforms on both Android and iOS. So just go ahead and search for us in your uh, favorite podcast uh, podcast platform or a podcatcher and we should show up. If we don't show up, you can actually nab the RSS feed right from the Mashals Buttons website. So you can go ahead and put that in your podcatcher if you want to. Uh, like I mentioned before, we do have Twitter, which is twitter.com slash watchmanradio, but you can also find us at twitter.com slash mtb site, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, and youtube.com slash mash those buttons. Bob, you want to give them, uh, tell them where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can find me on Twitch at Blazin Bob. I haven't been streaming a ton lately, but I've been extremely busy. And this weekend I'm going to a Comic-Con, so I'll be a little bit, but I'll be back to it. All right. And you can find me on Twitter at underscore Ja underscore. Uh, so, yeah, you just hit me up there. Um, you can also reach out to us via email, which is WPR at mashthosebuttons.com, or you can leave a comment on the site or on Facebook or on SoundCloud. We try to check all of those areas. Uh, if you enjoy the show and you want to help us out, the best way to do that is to share the show with others. We really appreciate that if you think they're going to like it. Also, if you can leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice, that is a tremendous help. And thank you very much for everybody who's done that. If you want to take it a bit, sir, uh, a bit further, you can also uh, you can subscribe to us on Twitch. We are a Twitch affiliate. 
So, uh, you know, that subscribing to us on Twitch definitely helps us push things forward. We are now on Patreon, like I mentioned uh, earlier, which is uh, patreon.com slash watchpointradio. Like, I just forgot the name of the show right there for a second. I don't know. It's late, folks. Sorry. <laughs> but it's patreon.com slash watchpointradio. And we're still moving toward our first goal. But as we continue to hit our goals, we're going to go ahead and add uh, some additional rewards. Uh, we have an interview coming up, hopefully, and maybe if we can get it recorded early enough, we'll go ahead and put that up for the for the patrons a bit earlier. But don't get me everybody will get it eventually. <laughs> but um, yeah, like so, you know, we we are going to try to do some special things for the patrons. But for right now, it's mostly just to you know show you support if you want to. Also, you can show you support by hitting up our Teespring store, which is teespring.com slash stores slash match those buttons, and you can grab some Watchpoint Radio merch. Uh, Bob usually has a shirt and he has a mug, but I think he, he flashed the mug a bit earlier. Yep, there it is. Flash the mug again. Always Bob on time with the product placement. All right. So, and other than that, um, yeah, I would suggest you guys check out matchesbuttons.com slash shows to check out our other shows. We have shows for World of Warcraft. We have a show about fighting games. We have a show about the division. I'll also prepare to attack, obviously, and... Uh, the MASH cast it has returned. We re- released our second episode today. Uh, so, well, actually, it's Tuesday, so it'll be yesterday for you guys listening now. And uh, I'm half. I'm halfway through. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's a, this episode's a long one because we cut. You guys, go ahead. You guys need to tell Pop Tart to just talk over you more, or she's never going to get to talk. <laughs> I think she knows. I think she knows. Like, she, there's definitely <laughs> some times she just pops in there and says whatever she wants to say. So that's good. And uh, yeah, so we we did release that, and I think uh, I think you guys, you guys would enjoy it. So check that out. But um, yeah, as for that, we are done here. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show, and come back next week so that we can catch you next week. See you guys later, guys. I love Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs>